Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91, Worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Um, he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epix. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hey, Browns backers, before we get into the show today, we're going to talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. We just can't sleepwalk through Sundays anymore. One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. Tough to get a good sleep if you're too hot or too cold. And I want to tell you about the pod by 8sleep. The Pod by 8sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery, which means it learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature accordingly. You like it cold, the bed will stay cool. You like it warm, the bed will stay warm. And it's crazy comfortable. Sleep longer, sleep deeper, wake up refreshed, try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out of the first two batches, so they're going fast. 
for a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com slash pro. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pro. That's 8sleep.com slash pro for the best night's sleep you've ever had. Welcome, Browns backers. Once again, it's Chuck Campisi and Tony Dick here on Believe in the Browns, brought to you by the number one podcast network, Believe Podcasts. Do you believe? We're here again, Tony, after a disappointing 38-24 loss by the Browns to the Cardinals. You predicted it. I went along with my uh, drink a little Kool-Aid. Uh, we made Kenyon Drake look like Jim Brown. Thoughts on Sunday? Well, it's exactly um, you know I hate to hate to you know rub it in, but uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's exactly as I had predicted. You, you know, you've got a team. I think you were a little off on the score. Yeah, a little oh, off okay, on the yeah, score, yeah. but um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't factor in the uh, time zone change. There you go. There you yeah, go. It's conversion. It, it's. It's spiraling out of control, and, and I think, you know, it's one of those things, I know we don't want to look too far ahead, but, I mean, there is a there is a distinct possibility that this team could lose out the remainder of the season. You, you, you've got a team who had to win out in order to make the playoffs, and I feel like in, in looking at this team and some of the internal strife that is, uh, that is kind of present, I... I honestly believe there's a real good chance that we could end up losing out um which would put us at six and ten for the season which would be one game under my prediction of uh, seven and nine which uh, i was uh scoffed and laughed at by many of my friends early on when i said seven and nine i was uh called a hater i was uh called many other things um but i as i stated early on in the season this was just a recipe for disaster from day one. It's a uh, a house built on sand, and and the rain's coming, and, and the houses coming down. So I mean, it's I don't know. It it was even though I had picked them to lose on Sunday, I will admit that I went into the game thinking, you know, if they get hot, we should be able to clean up here. But they never got hot. I mean, the only guy who got off the plane ready to play was Nick Chubb. Um, the only guy. Uh, I mean, you, you look at that game. Uh, the rest of it was awful. It was just awful. Yeah, I think I the mean, interior line was there too, but that's that's about yeah, it. Yeah. And and it was it was disastrous. I mean, especially from a defensive side of the Oof. ball. I mean, just as I said, Kenyon Drake coming into the game, the guy had 100 yard game this season. He had one touchdown. He had 450 yards on the season. Tony was averaging 3.7 yards per carry. Plays the Browns. Hey, man, 137 yards, four touchdowns later. You know, 6.2 yards per carry. This guy was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and with that, I, I will give I, – I, I mean, I'm not going to give our current staff a pass. But, you know, this is something that just – this isn't something new. If you even go back to Greg Williams, those Greg Williams coach teams – um, we, we have, for the last three, four years, have been getting gashed on the ground. I, I mean, this is something that has become, um, you know, who we are. I mean, this is our trademark. Our trademark is, if you want to run against us, it's probably a good idea because we will allow you to do that. <laughs> I, I mean, 
And, and how you how you stem that tide, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we've certainly, on paper, we brought in people to bolster the lineup, but the results are the same. I, I mean, we're, like you said, we, we're giving no-name guys opportunities to, uh, you, you know, have P, personal records, right? PRs. I mean, PRs. I got to believe that it, was his PR. Right? I mean, maybe not from a yardage <laughs> standpoint, but definitely from a touchdown standpoint. It's not every day you're rushing for. And, and granted, you know, those weren't monster gains, you know, 24 total yards on, on the four touchdowns. But he also was responsible largely for getting the team in position for those touchdowns mm-hmm. as well. I mean, Kyler Murray didn't blow anybody away, but had an efficient day, yeah. right? 19 for 25. Yeah, he threw a pick. He's a rookie quarterback. You're expecting at least one turnover a game, realistically, whether it's a fumble or an interception. And, you know, 219 yards, not a bad day. Efficient, especially when the ground game's rolling. There was no reason for them to put the game in his hands when Kenyon Drake is just running over the Browns. And the team, surprisingly, usually they come out with that first drive and they, they knock it out of the park and they do a great job and then they flatline after that. They literally just came out of the gates completely flat. Seems to turn it around a little bit in that middle of that second quarter. Right, You get the touchdown. Chubb busts a long run. Seabird hits a field goal. You're like, okay, things are turning around. And then they do what the Browns have done to us for two decades now, Tony. With less than 30 seconds left in the half, they give up a touchdown. And it's 21-10 going into halftime instead of 14-10. Or, hey, you know, hold them to a field goal there. Yeah. Right? And it's 17-10. It's a one-score game. You're still in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I guess I don't have to speak very much, right? Because I, I predicted this. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> everything I said came true. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcasts, at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts. The most disappointing thing is that that, that coming out flat part. You, you know, uh, because you're a team that we already know has a reputation of coming out after halftime with zero... You know, zero changes in what you're doing. Oh, well, we've I mean, all, and we've all seen the numbers, right? I mean, we're usually in the first half, we've actually, for most of the season, had the lead going into halftime. Yeah. And then after halftime, no adjustments. And what are we, three games we've, you know, outscored the opposing team after yeah. the half. So when, when you, I mean, it just looked like I said, it looked like Nick Chubb was the only guy that got off the plane willing to play. Everybody else was just putting in their time. And then, you know, uh, after the game, you know, we've, we've kind of heard the rumblings about some of the things that were said by our players in game. You, you know, it's a little disappointing. I mean, you've got guys that have not only checked out, but now they're looking to get out. And, and that, like I said, for the last two games does not bode well for us. Baltimore is not going to come in here and take it easy on us. I mean, they're they're going to have the uh, their foot on the gas. And Cincinnati, when we go down to Cincinnati, I mean, if you don't think they're – looking to win that last game of the season you're nuts and and if we play the way we played against Arizona I don't I don't see us beating either one of those two teams I just don't see it I mean they're not good well and and really I mean even if you're looking at I mean from this team standpoint this season 
you're looking at those football outsiders, some of those advanced stats that DVOA for their offense, for their defense, we're 19 and 20, right? There is no way anybody in Cleveland would have said, beginning of the season, we're going to have a substandard offense and a substandard defense with the talent we have on these rosters. Miles Garrett, who cares? Regardless, he could have got injured week one and people wouldn't have said this would be a substandard defense. So it's it's been disappointing. Coaching, it doesn't seem like anybody's progressed other than Nick Chubb. And I don't even know if it necessarily progressed as opposed to we're just giving him the rock a lot more than we did last year. Because he was <laughs> he was pretty excellent last year as well. Yeah, and, and going back to what you said, you, you know, losing this team, you know, losing to the Cardinals is, is to me, it's, it's awful on so many levels because – this is one of those teams, and I'll go back to what I was talking about before when I said, you know, I had predicted them going seven and nine. A lot of the retort that I was getting was, um, hey, well, let's look at the schedule. And I don't know a single person who wasn't penciling this game in as a win from week one. <laughs> I mean, th- this has been a, a, a win in, in our minds since week one. This was a game that we were, hey, man, I mean, come on. We're definitely going to beat the Cardinals. Oh, everybody, yes. Yeah, and then to lose the way we lost, I mean, like I said, that's probably, you know, the most telling sign that this team has given up is that you're going into a game, once again, that that you should be winning, and you're not just losing it. Like, it'd be different if we lost this on a last-minute field goal. We, we, this was, this game was over five minutes into the game. I mean, it was, we were done five minutes into the game. Um, Yeah. Well, Tony, it's that time of year. Christmas is coming up quick as we're approaching the 25th, and our friends at MyBookie want to make your season special with 12 Days of Gifts. MyBookie is already one of the most trusted and reputable sports books in the industry, and this holiday season, they're getting into the spirit of giving with 12 straight days of giveaways. That's right, 12 Days of Gifts, a brand new gift every single day so you can take your game to the next level. They kicked off this promotion on the 14th with a free parlay for the UFC, and they'll keep up the gift-giving through the 25th. Free bets, free spins, futures, and more. They've got a little something for everyone, and this is the promotion that you don't want to miss. With the NBA and NHL in full swing and the college bowl games around the corner, it really is the holiday season and the best time of year for sports betting. Parlays, teasers, specials, anything you could ever ask for, MyBookie is here to make Christmas great again. Head over to MyBookie.ag right now and use our promo code BLV to get half of your initial deposit in free wagers. And that's just the start of your savings. Make sure to check the site out during this promotion because there's going to be something new every day and you're going to want to take advantage of these deals. So go sign up for MyBookie with our code BLV and start winning today. And nobody wants to miss out on that NBA slate on Christmas Day. MyBookie.ag, our promo code BLV. So, Tony, there's really not much else to talk about from a Browns-Cardinals standpoint. They came in. They were horrible. There's nothing else to really say. Now we do have to look ahead to the Ravens. What do we got? What are you thinking about Sunday? The only good thing about it is we don't have to travel. Yeah. So it will be here. 
The beatings will come to us. The beatings will come to us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to be sitting up in that press box on Sunday. What's going to take place? I, you know, I, I think probably Baltimore will try to get this over with early. So, I, I mean, I see them, you know, and I'm sure we'll give them every opportunity to do that. They'll uh, probably attempt to get out of the box hot, get a lead, and then probably try to pull their starters, I would imagine. Um, you, you know, I don't think they're going to come in and roll over um, in this game. I think they're going to... You know they're going to come in full steam ahead, but I see them trying to build a, a lead early, which shouldn't be a, a problem. And then you know probably sitting guys down as the game goes on, um, just to give them some rest. I th- this is like uh, the college homecoming game. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't... <laughs> Although it feels like their homecoming you know, and not well, ours. Well, you know, well, hey, uh, <laughs> Are you supposed to play a team you can beat on homecoming? <laughs> but, but, but technically, I guess it is a homecoming since it is, you know, the, the real Browns. Oh, the, the, uh, wow. They, uh, well, hey, ooh, who threw that out there? But, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't see this as being, I, I don't think we really have to overanalyze this. I think they're going to come in um, and they're just going to roll over us. Uh, they just have... Right now, they are rolling. I mean, they have a quarterback that can do everything. Um, I guess, you know, to me, I think he's probably the, the guy that's going to shine because when you look at our defense, the way our defense has been playing, how, how are we going to game plan for him? How? I mean, we can't, we can't even stop middle-of-the-road running backs. We've got, we've, got a, we've got a kid here that, I mean, shoot, who knows? He, he might he might put up, uh, has anybody ever done a 300, 200 day uh, rushing and passing? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I don't want to get crazy, but. But, but uh, yeah. Well, there's yeah, no way Harbaugh's days. leaving him in long enough to do both of those, so. Well, it might only uh, be three runs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you your 200. Well, that means we would have had to pin him pretty deep, so I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen. Although our special teams unit is highly ranked. Um, but you're looking at this season, right, for Baltimore. They smoked the Dolphins week one. Everybody's super high on this team, but that was to be expected, right? People were projecting the Dolphins to, to be winless this year. They squeak by the Cardinals at home. They lose to the Chiefs on the road in a very close game. They play the Browns at home and get smoked by 15. They're 2-2 two and two to start this season. Mm-hmm. Losses to the Browns and Chiefs. Wins against the Dolphins and Cardinals. What would have been the odds... That they would have just, hey, you know, they're going to win their next 10 games. I mean, because Lamar Jackson looked yeah. okay those first four weeks of the season, right? Had some super bright moments, but had some not so great moments specifically against the Browns, right? I mean, yeah, he threw three TDs in the first game, but he also threw two picks, only, you know, 24 for 34. So, you know, solid numbers. But if you put that up against Baker's day, right? <laughs> Baker was 20 for 30, so similar from a completion percentage standpoint. But Baker had 342 yards. Granted, he only had the one touchdown and he did have an interception. But he looked a little more confident that day. And it has completely changed. And, I mean, Lamar Jackson's got to be the MVP, right? Well, I think so. And, and I think, you know, what, what you're, what you're um, bringing up here, the point you're bringing up here, I mean, th- this goes back to one thing and we talk about the Browns inability to make adjustments at halftime what happened with the Baltimore Ravens is they have a they have a coach who has the ability to adjust his game plan to the talent he has and I think those first four games was kind of a you know let's see what we let's see what we got going here and then if you look at the rest of their season from that point on this is a completely different team I mean they're running 
a completely different offense. They're they're uh, utilizing their tools to their advantage as opposed to um, forcing their tools to fit into a you know game plan. And I think that's the difference between a guy like Harbaugh and a guy like Kitchens. I mean, you have a coach. And now, in, in all fairness to Kitchens, I mean, Harbaugh's had some opportunity to kind of you know, gain some experience. True, but he went from a guy like Flacco to a guy like Lamar Jackson and was willing to do it. Yes, okay, I understand. It took him a long time. Yeah. But any coach to move away from a guy who won you a Super Bowl, there's going to be yeah. a period of time where there's that adjustment. So, yeah, okay, fine. You want to argue with me on that? Fine, whatever. But you know what? He was willing to make that change yeah. and completely revamp the offense. Oh, yeah. Like I said, that that's, you know, for Browns fans out there that are wondering, you know, why, why we are where we are, because we don't have a coach that has that ability. I mean, it, it, have they had? A, they haven't had a coach that's had that ability in twenty so years, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe longer. Sadly for the Browns, um, yeah, I mean, today is Wednesday. I don't think we're going to have an opportunity to run out and get a new coach and, and bring him in here before Sunday. So since we're stuck with Freddie Kitchens, uh, I, I think we're going to get pounded, and, and we're going to get pounded by a team that is not going to look anything like. They did the, the first time we played them. And I guess, well, I guess you could say the same thing for the Ravens. Um, they're going to be going up against a team that's not going to look anything like the team that they saw the first time either. So, you know, I guess it goes both ways. But I, uh, for unfortunately for us, we're going to be on the short end of the stick this time around. Um, I, I don't see us pulling off a victory against the Ravens. I just don't see it. I, I, I don't think this team has enough heart. You see other teams in the past that have like, you know, let's win for our coach, let's win to try to save, you know, we've got here. You don't have that. There, There's no way. There may be one or two guys in that locker room that probably feel that way, but there's not enough guys with that kind of character to build a critical mass to win this game. That, it just wouldn't happen. I bet everything I have, that, you know, on, on us not winning. I mean, I don't know what the line is. It's but, uh, it, it's it's nine and a half, and looking at the over under as well, it's looking like they're projecting the score to be about twenty nine to eight to nineteen, eighteen nineteen. Yeah. You know, run, walk, twenty nine, don't, don't walk, twenty eight, twenty nine, twenty. Bookie. Like, no, run. I mean, that's, <laughs> do you think the Browns are going to put up twenty points on this Ravens team? Oh no, I I, I don't. If we scored ten, it would be amazing. I just don't. I don't still think so. Okay. I think probably final score. You're, you're probably is going to be embarrassing. It'll it'll probably be <laughs> thirty-five ten. I don't know thirty-five ten to twenty-eight ten somewhere around there. Well, I, I think us scoring ten. I, I think that would be a good day for us if we score ten. I just don't see it. I, I mean, like I said, if you if you looked at that sidelines and saw the dissension. That's you know it's been percolating apparently for a while. You know if if they you know couldn't couldn't really put anything magical together in Arizona, there's no way they're going to put it together against Baltimore. Okay. Just... Yeah, and that, and that's the tough part, right? Because I I want to think that these guys are going to come out and fight, but I feel like with the Arizona loss and there's no hopes for the playoffs. No. What's the chances that these guys are going to really come out and and do something special? Because everybody's playing not to get hurt now. Yeah, and that's a bad way to play, right? Yeah. Every player will talk about that, right? That's the worst way to play. 
but it's not not going to cross anybody's mind. Yeah. Right? Because especially those guys who are, you know, thinking or hoping for a trade or are approaching free agency, they're like, I just want to make it through these last two weeks and not get hurt. And, and, and then you've got the outside factors. You know, I, I know we don't factor this in a lot, but, you know, this has always historically been a bad week for players anyhow because, you know, not only are you trying to focus on the game, focus on, you know, some folks are focusing on getting the playoffs, some folks are focusing on not getting hurt, but you've got, you know, family stuff. I mean, you are dealing with humans here too, and as we're closing in on the holidays, you've got that stuff going on. You know, guys are making plans. Hey, where are we going for the holidays? What are we doing? That kind of stuff. So their mind is going to already be elsewhere. And the fact that we we are just so, I, I don't know, th- this group is just not cohesive at all. It's, it's awful. And it's just, I don't know, it's a bad spot for us. Like I said, if we score 10 points, I, I, I would be amazed. You know. Because I think Freddie, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I think Freddie Kitchens is probably cashed out at this point, too. I mean, he's got to know he's dead man walking. I, I mean, it, I, but do you think he really is? I, he has to be. He has to be. Or, or if he is not, if they keep him. Now, I'll give them the fact that they, they kept Hugh Jackson at 1-15 and to let him come back. But you know what? The fan base is not going to fall for that again. Think about it. You had a coach that went 1-15. and he came back when 0-16, and you still didn't fire him. You allowed him to come back. That's three – think about that. That's three seasons of this team's history that were completely wasted. Now, if you're a fan if you're a fan and you're a season ticket holder, I mean, come on. Like, come on. Well, are I you mean, gonna... do I have to watch another year of this? Do I have to, you know, pray that this guy learns on the job? Like, I mean... But realistically, if you if you bring him back, you better keep him all the next season. Because if you yeah. burn him in week five, oh, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. Right? Because the Lions keeping Patricia, at least I can understand because, hey, when your QB goes down, and, yeah. and I'm not saying Matt Stafford is, is Lamar Jackson or Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or anything like that. But he's an above-average NFL quarterback. He's better, he's better than what we he's have. He's better than what we have, yes. <laughs> and so if that team goes downhill a little bit because – and their backups were just atrocious as well. Yeah. That's not completely understandable, but it's understandable enough that, like, okay, you know what, man, we're going to let you run this back with a healthy Stafford. Yeah. I can buy that. I'm not fully supportive of it, but as if I was a Lions fan, I could buy that. With Freddie Kitchens coming back, if you're going to commit to him – you better commit to him because if you fire him week five, then you know what? You better get rid of the GM. Get Dorsey better be out that door with yeah. him because he made that call. So if you keep him, you better ride him for 17 weeks next year because if you fire him midseason, John Dorsey better be stepping out that door right behind him. He better be carrying the box with him. Well, you, you know my thoughts on that. I, I mean, I, I think John Dorsey is – is a huge part of the problem. I, I, but unfortunately, the way this thing works, you know, he's got enough people in in the building that he can throw under the bus to kind of keep him here a little bit longer. But I, honestly, when 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 you look at John Dorsey, like what is what is his number one, you know, asset? Right, he's a talent evaluator. That's what we get. Oh, he's an amazing talent evaluator. Well, let's go through the talent that he has brought in here and let's evaluate it. I mean, 
I, I'm to the point now where I, I said it to someone the other day. I don't think we need a talent evaluator. We need a character evaluator because right now this team is uh, talent is not the problem. Character is the problem. And if you look at where they're at right now, it's because of character. You don't have it. You don't have a team leader. You, you've got a quarterback. Your quarterback should be your team leader. I don't see him as being our team leader. Yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield is he's an immature kid. Um, he's still. I mean, and, and I, I hate even using the term kid. I, I, you know, I shame on me for doing that because it's one of my pet peeves. He's not a kid anymore. I, I mean, he's an adult. He's a grown adult making millions of dollars, which means it's time to take responsibility well, for and, some of the things you're doing. And that's the thing. And I think the fan base bought into the us against the world yeah. thing. And and I get it. But at a certain point, it just, it just rings hollow all the time. Yeah. I mean, you can't – then – you know what? Then accomplish something. Yeah. So it's it's not necessarily that. And, and as I mentioned earlier, I will agree with you on the talent. The big thing that I have seen this season is, and I will say I haven't necessarily seen ton, a ton of regression where people have necessarily gotten worse. Treading water. I just haven't seen anyone get any better. Yeah. In, in the whole us against the world thing, you know, the thing I'll say about that is. That may have that may have rang true prior to this season, but going into this season, I have to feel like the the world was finally ready for us to to step up and be good. I, I think there there are people outside of Cleveland who are rooting for this franchise to be relevant again, and I think this was our opportunity. I think it's probably the worst part about this whole entire season is this was our opportunity to kind of seize that you know, being relevant again and, and mattering. And, and we just never did it. I, yeah. I mean, and it, that momentum was there. It really yeah. was. There was an opportunity there. And just to go back again, and I said this multiple times, and I'll say it again now that I'm looking at the numbers specifically. What, how many yards per carry did Nick Chubb average last year? I have no idea. Six. 5.2. Okay. How many yards per carry is he averaging this year? 5.2. Exactly yeah. the same. same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, there's no difference from that standpoint. He's got, he had eight TDs last year. He's got eight this year, so probably go up a little bit. But his performance, yeah, it looks better. Yeah. But it's exactly the same. We just happen to be giving them the ball more. Everybody on this roster has just literally maintained. Yeah. And that's and to a certain extent, we might end up with essentially the same record, right? I mean, if they go seven and nine, seven eight and one, seven and nine. Hey, you know what? You did what you did last year because you played the way you played last year. There is not anybody on this coaching staff that seems to have made an appreciable impact on player performance. And and a lot of that, a lot of that falls on the head of the head coach, you know, because I I think say what you will about Greg. I'm not a big Greg Williams fan. I've never, never been, but I, I will give him credit for the fact that, you know, he righted the ship last year and he at least had the guys playing with a sense of urgency and they were unified. I mean, now it, it's it's just a it's a collection of individuals that are out there now. There's nobody playing for the Cleveland Browns. It's people playing, you know, for their brand, and it's uh, it's a little disheartening, you know. And, and to hear guys, you know, it's one thing to, you know, I think we all thought Odell was going to be what he, you know, what he is. I mean, he's he's all about Odell, but when you hear you know rumblings that Jarvis Landry during the game was asking, you know, folks from Arizona to come get him. I mean, that gets a little disheartening, too, because I, I thought if we had anybody that was on this team that was a team leader, somebody you could look up to, 
it would be Jarvis because he seems like he comes out to play every week. But if you're if you're yelling stuff like that during the game to another team, I mean, it's, I just don't get it. And I find it a little bit laughable because what team's going to want to take you if you're doing that? You, you know what what team in their right mind? When we talk about character. Yeah, like you're in the middle of a game and you are you are yelling to another team, "Come get me, get me off of this team." I mean, is that the kind of person you would want on your team? Yeah. Especially if you're a team with three, four wins. It's a, I mean, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I'm a, <laughs> Landry's the one guy I really like on the roster, so I, I, I don't know what to feel about that. But even going back to Greg Williams, I am not a Greg Williams fan either. Yeah. But the Jets' defense that he's, you know, in charge yeah. of as a defensive coordinator this year, I don't think anybody necessarily expected a lot out of the Jets' defense. Yeah. They're higher ranked than the Browns, right? The, the 13th ranked defense in the NFL, the Browns are 19th. And I I would be surprised if any talent evaluator said there was more talent on that Jets defense than there is talent on this Browns defense. And, and, and oddly enough, uh, Greg Williams was here for the reputation he has. No one uh, on our defense uh, beat anyone with their own helmet while he was coaching there. <laughs> it's just odd that that happened after he left. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But not, you know, I don't know. So, well, let's let's close it out today. Uh, before <laughs> we get to predictions, Chubb and Landry do make the Pro Bowl. Solid selections, Tony. Yeah, well, no, I I, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I was a little surprised the Scottish Hammer didn't get um, recognized, but that's uh, I, I feel like he's probably number two as far as MVP uh, for our team this year. But um, <laughs> no, I think I think it's good. Um, that those two got in. I, I also think it's it's unfortunate that we only had two. You, you know, I, I who else? Who else would you have put in? Well, I, I'm just saying, if you look at the oh, roster, I'm, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm saying if you look at you know what we came into the season with, there should be so many more people on that list, and and you know, and that goes back to that goes back to what you know I was saying when I was predicting predicting us to be seven and nine. At the end of the day. Like bringing in amazing individuals like OBJ is, it's obviously great, okay. But at the end of the day, it's still a team game, and if you can't get guys to set their egos aside and just play, this is what you're going to have. I mean, the Eagles was a 2007, uh, yeah, similar situation, right? We're going to collect this dream team. Well, yeah, it was a dream team on paper, but you still have to play the games. And, um, you, you know, like I said, if you look at that roster for Arizona, on paper, we should have beat that team. But they killed us. I mean, they didn't just beat us. They killed, like, they killed us. They dominated that game. I mean, we yeah. the score is, was not necessarily even indicative, and we still yeah. lost by 14. It, it, it's a tough one. What's the prediction for Sunday? I, I think we both know we're, we're picking the Ravens. Yeah, it's either 28 or 35-10. It depends on how, how bored... Uh, you know, Baltimore gets, or you know, or how much they want to let off the gas. I I, I see them jumping on us early, and, and if they jump on us early, it could get worse than that, because I, I think if they jump on us early, the way Arizona jumped, th- this team will shut down. The fans are going to turn against the team. It'll get ugly. I, I mean, and the other thing that I'm I'm looking forward to yet not looking forward to is the um to see just how many Baltimore fans show up here because that's the one. That's the one thing that's kind of picked up a little bit of momentum in the last couple of years is that they their fans travel, and I think that's going to be that could that could get awful too if 
you know. They, well, they, I think the only thing that might save you there is is the the holiday. Oh. Right, because with Christmas right around the corner, people might be, hey, you know, we're traveling next week for whatever, or we're doing something else, and yeah. so we're not gonna. But what better gift to give a Baltimore fan <laughs> than a ticket <laughs> to a, a guaranteed win? win. Hey, you know? uh, <laughs> in, in wow, yeah, that's yeah. tough. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty-five ten. I think I think they'll beat us by twenty-five, and I don't think it's necessarily gonna be close. I think we might get a touchdown late to make it. I don't even know if that's respectable, but yeah. Well, I think giving them ten. I, I mean, I guess that means we're predicting we're gonna have at least two uh, successful kicks. You know, so that you know we got that hey, going. <laughs> hey. I'll keep uh, pecking away at that until we get rid of that kid. <laughs> That's well, fine. And who else are they going to bring in? Nobody that's any good. Well, I mean, you know, Zane Gonzalez seemed like he did all right for uh, you know another guy we got rid of. I think that's been the the funnest uh, thing for me, uh, or the most enjoyable thing for me this season is when we travel from town to town and and watch the guys that we've unloaded because they weren't talented enough to be here succeed against us. I mean, but I guess the high point being uh, the uh, uh, Joe Hayden interception at the end of the Steelers game. I mean, that was a uh, you know we didn't we didn't need him on our roster so um hey but there you have it you know it's all part of that talent evaluation it's immense <laughs> it's accurate <laughs> all right browns backers thanks for joining us and uh we'll see you next week after the baltimore game and uh, we'll discuss adios jump check with the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year? Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com. Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.